2: Psych One Fanatic podcast here on your Sunday, Chris Williams and Brent Bloom. A lot to break down. The women's game was canceled against TCU, and uh, all eyes were on the men, yeah. and they had a huge, what a day. huge win. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Brock Purdy leading the 49ers to the NFC Championship game. And, of course, we will do our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment, look over everything that happened this weekend in the league. Of course, we are presented, as always, by our friends at Mechdyne. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E is how you spell it, mechdyne.com. I actually just got done emailing one of our great listeners who wanted to apply for a job at Mechdyne, and I was vouching for that company, as I do each and every week here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Mechdyne presents Williams & Bloom. Let's fire up a little English to get started. No Tame and Lipsy, no problem in Fort Worth. I was terrified before that I thought game. they were going to lose by 20. Yeah. So with pregame with Rob Gray, we both came to a conclusion that the best case scenario was that you're getting Gilbert and Jones reps with the ball in their hands, and perhaps it would pay dividends later on in the year. Because often... In sports, I've started to learn this more the older I've gotten. We saw this. Like Kansas State football this year is a great example. Yep. Uh, Caleb Grill out last year. <laughs> we saw it with BYU the other night. I've learned yeah. it in college sports, less professional. College sports, when a guy goes down, you often see that dead cat bounce. <laughs> and yesterday didn't make any sense other than... I know lots about as well as anybody, and I know I can vision what the pregame was like about defense, and the only way you can do this is defense, and they came out and played with their hair on fire in that first 20, and I didn't even think they were bad in the second half, Brent. I just oh. thought that was a reversion to the mean a little bit, and hold on to get... The biggest win of the year. the road win at TCU, I, I would put that above the
0: Houston game at home. Just without Lipsy, you absolutely no stole one on Saturday. No doubt. I mean, that answers a lot of questions of, well, can Iowa State win a game on the road? Yep. There you go. In fact, how about this? There have been only three Big 12 road teams, two, maybe two. Two Big 12 road teams that have won a game at a ranked opponent. Um, and Iowa State's one of them now. And it was, the other one was... Cincinnati at BYU, so it doesn't happen very often. I mean, you saw Kansas yesterday go down on the road. You saw Baylor go down on the road. It's hard to win on the road to, for Iowa State to do that. At a very, I think TCU is very good. I mean, Iowa State needed to do one thing last night yesterday, and that was start quickly because if that's fourteen to four the other way, that thing could have got out of hand. Uh, but Iowa State needed that confidence. You get Keyshawn hit a couple threes in the first half. He was great. I thought he and Curtis Jones. It's like Lipsy not being there forced them to take the governor off a little bit where they had they knew they weren't they had to go. And I thought those two were great. And then you got something from Watson. You got a lot from you got a little bit from Omaha, which was nice to see in that first half. And and Jackson Pavlovsky played well. So those guys all needed to come in and play well and they did. And that was yeah, I agree it's the best one of the year. It was was stressful in the second half, at least the final three minutes, but it was I don't think Iowa State was ever in, in, in immense danger there.
2: Talk about the players. There's a lot to break down. Curtis Jones, I think, deserves a ton of credit. Seven steals, and you're you're starting to see. Like we we heard it all off season about how much they loved him. Let me tell you a little bit about Curtis and, and his recruitment. You you may know more on this than mm-hmm. I do, but he, oh, you know. For those of our premium subscribers and WeWell club members who get all the updates, you know that there were there's always a basket of transfers, right? Yes. And you don't expect to get all of them, but you you got to have seven or eight of them that you're in on that you would be content with. And Jones was the one guy from day 1 who just wanted to go and play at Iowa State. He want he wanted to play for that program. He liked it there. The he was more about, you know, being a part of a team and his academics than he was NIL money. And it really, really rubbed off on the coaching staff. Well, they really, really liked him. He got there and he was better than they thought. Yeah. He was the best shooter. Uh, I was told multiple times he's the best shooter we've brought in. Coaches were telling me that. Yep. And what we saw was it, it took him a while to get acclimated to the, the new level of the game, which I think Gilbert is still, Gilbert's probably at a higher, like upside of what he can be than, than Jones is. But I think Keyshawn's still growing as well. Like yes. that's what I'm so bullish on him for is because I think he's just scratching the surface
0: yeah, and he's got another yeah. really good year ahead of him. I, I, did, I think he's, yes, I think
2: he could be like a all timer type guy at Iowa state. He's just scratching the surface. He hasn't played much basketball at all, but Jones, Took so much shit from a portion of the fan base early, early. in the year because he couldn't make – he was not in a rhythm. Yep. Everything was fast for him. Couldn't make a shot, especially down in Orlando, right? A lot of people remember that. He was playing really hard, playing good defense, doing. It, but he just couldn't hit threes, which was what they really needed, needed from him. him. Yep. And he was yesterday, it was like, all right, Taman's out. It's your show now. And, and again, like they were galvanized in a weird way. I saw Watson said after the game to Walters in half that – like Taman's our leader and we wanted to win it for him. And that's another guy we need to talk about. But I, and again, Gilbert has had big games. He's had yeah, huge dude. moments. We all know how good he can be. That was the Curtis Jones game, in my opinion. Cause I, I just, he showed a, a different level on both sides of the ball than we had seen prior
0: and the most impressive that i have seen with him defensively he's been really good yeah uh he's not turning the ball over either no and, and i think that's that's the concern and still a little bit with with gilbert as he tries to do too much where jones i mean really the only knock on him is he hasn't shot it as well as everybody thought but if you look at everything else i mean the guy plays 33 minutes yesterday has four assists seven steals only one turnover I mean, that's, Iowa State, without Lipsy, only has 13 turnovers against a really good TCU team. That's where I thought the game was won. Iowa State, even though half-court offense got a little goofy at times in the second half, Iowa State never panicked and turned the ball over a bunch, and most of the turnovers weren't the live ball version where they're running out and going the other end, because that's where TCU can kill you is in the fast break. But, yeah, I think, you know, Jones and Gilbert, it was, it was nice for them. I th- this was great because when Taman's on the floor, because Taman does everything well, everyone else just kind of has to take a step back sometimes. He wasn't there. Somebody had to fill the void, and those guys both proved to each other that we can do this. And I think that's huge for Iowa State because you'll get Lipsy back. This isn't a season-ending thing. And I think those guys will, will feel a little extra confidence knowing they can do it at a high level.
2: And, and how many times this year have we, been, we made the comment, man, when Lipsy's out of there, that's just different you know it's a different lineup it and now he is dinged up right he's hurt so when he does come back there's less pressure to play him 35 minutes every game true because these guys have proved especially yep. jones i just think gilbert's better off the ball right like he we've talked about it. he has a tendency to over dribble yep. when you know and jones jones is not a true one but he can yeah, give you ten minutes a game, like we saw him yesterday. Yep. Like he had the ball in his hand a lot, and more, I,
0: more than held his own. And, and then else.
2: you said Pav, like he only played ten, but he comes in, he hits a three. Yep,
0: he's a capable S- defender, solid defender. Didn't turn, didn't turn the ball over. So that's what you need. And even Watson comes in and what, just he was he Watson's. Impacts,
2: he impacts it. I thought Watson's block. TCU's on that like nine zero run open three in the corner. I forgot who it was yep. for TCU and Watson comes out of nowhere and blocks it. That might've been the play of the game.
0: He, he just does little things that add up over time. As you, it's crazy. It's like, he played 25 minutes yesterday and he's just around the basketball a lot. Uh, I thought his work on the glass was super impressive, especially in that first half. And he's long. Arms and he's on long. Defense. Yeah. He just, he just gets in the way and he just does what he needs to do. Uh, You know, doesn't, I don't think he's has he attempted a three in conference play. Like he can shoot. I think that's if he could unlock that, and I think they're waiting for that to come. You could put him in the corner, and man, he his upside is still really high. And it, so he's starting to do some of the things that will keep you on the floor. His next thing would be to start making that corner three, and if that happens, he's going to be tough to keep off the floor. I think I've
2: told this story before, but I, I did an event. Uh, I was for uh cellular advantage last year when they did their opening yep. in uh, Ames. And I was there for an appearance and Robert Jones and Gabe Kelscher were there and we were talking and those guys know me well enough where that, you know, whatever. And I asked him about the freshman, and they both said, oh, you know, of all those guys, Watson's the guy. They were, they were raving about his athletic ability for and, sure. you know, and they, and these are veteran guys, right? They're not... Yeah, they have no reason to... <laughs> they, they were saying, this guy's a freak. He's just got to figure it out. And I don't know. I guess my other takeaway, and I'm going to gush about TJ here in a minute. Yes. Well-deserved today. But that was a... This is such a cliche anymore, but it, that was a real culture, like, program-type win. When you have guys like Watson who... You know, one, you're keeping a guy like Pav engaged. When you have a guy like Watson who really was not even playing for a while and he can come in and give you these minutes. And then it was not shocking to me at all because we've both predicted we would see it at some point. But Mm -hmm. when, like, uh, you have this McDonald's All-American who's literally not playing and you put him in in a huge moment on the road in a brutal environment and he comes out there with that much energy. Right. The energy more than I've been trying yep. to tell people, and you have to, that this, this the Omaha Blues situation is not some disgruntled, high-priced player at the end I, of the bench
0: who thinks he should play more. I thought, uh, I went back and watched this morning, the TV guys had a really good chat about Omaha where, where they're like, yeah, this guy's an awesome dude. Same yeah. thing we've been saying. Yeah. You know, what they said was interesting. They said, he's, he's Iowa State's culture in the best way in that. None of these guys complain. They're there for the team. This isn't a prop this isn't a problem. It's just for whatever reason it hasn't clicked yet. But he comes in, those four minutes he played in the first we're half great. Were, were great. That and like you you have to put it this way
2: too. Like so a guy like Pav can see the floor because of his position. Okay. And I use Pav as an example because it's a similar type of role as like what Watson has yep. in the post. But with Omaha, now granted he has a great body. We can all see that when he runs out there. But he's going up against, like, the the three bigs, right, that are all 24 or whatever the hell they are. Yep. And then this guy like Watson, who he's got to beat out, who, like we've said. He was, does a lot of the similar he, Watson things. was the guy last summer where they were like, God, this guy's going to be so good. Yep. We don't know when. Yeah, uh, he's going to be so good at some point. That's the other part is everyone talks about Blue Watson's kind
0: of been buried as well. Yes. Not no
2: fault to him. And those guys come out with so much energy and just team first. And I thought it was, it was one of my favorite wins. I thought to, I thought it was the best in-game coaching we've ever seen. I've watched every game. I think TJ's ever coached going back to South Dakota state. And I was so impressed with him. Yesterday, with how he managed the timeouts, how he—he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go big here. Like there was the one lineup where they had—it <laughs> the, was the Watts, lineup. Watson, Watson, yeah. Ward, King, I think yeah. chilovich yeah, and it was, all- was like—I I don't even remember. Like, I had to. I haven't watched it again yet. I was too amped up watching uh, Purdy <laughs> last night. I've not watched the game again. I will this afternoon. But he, TJ, always says in public and in private, that he's never going to be the type of coach that dictates, like, style. He wants the players he can get to dictate what style they run because he wants to set them up for success. The days of, ah, oh, well, we've we we, we we've seen it this year, right? Last year they are one of the slowest tempos. Yep. This year they're, they're top 100, yep. right? They've clearly evolved. They're, they're doing different things. I thought his timeout usage was brilliant. He reminded me of Bill Self out there, Scott Drew, the way those guys use timeouts on the road, His, they clearly scouted these guys really well by, all right, this, all right, Dixon made this change. We're going big. All right, we're going back small. Switching up defense. I thought the staff deserved a ton of credit yesterday. The players get all the credit because they're out there making the plays and they deserve every bit of it. But that was a big time coaching win yesterday.
0: It it, was, and, you know what was TCU's uh, liability coming into the game is that they turned the ball over a bunch. Mm-hmm. And so you that was the MO right from the start is like jump on these guys because if you can turn them over and that won the game. You you build that cushion. You, you what 17 first half turnovers, maybe 19. I mean, I mean, that is just insane. I actually
2: I texted that is not normal. I texted Ryan Workman who's the sports yeah. information director and I I asked him if that like I I was like, "Ryan, I don't know where to look." Because I'm seeing like what the school record is. Yeah. But it's all they only keep it in games, so we don't technically know. That, that had, had to, be, to be
0: 19. I mean, that had
2: to be a school record for a conference
0: would, game for sure. Has to be. for I mean, a maybe one of those Mississippi Valley States just threw yeah. the ball around a lot. That was crazy. And Iowa State's now done that to Houston and TCU, two of the better teams in the Big Twelve, which means it's that. I'm telling you you guys, that stat will determine Iowa State's success almost by game. It, it really, it, I, again, back to the TV guys. the BYU game. You yeah, didn't turn you them didn't over, over. No points Same in transition. Oklahoma. You can't score. Right. This Iowa State offense is not going to be good enough in the half court to just nope. win half court games. You got to, and it worked. That's why they and, beat Houston. They weren't scoring in the half court no, against that they team. they were not. And, and, and honestly, when the offense was fine against TCU, but in that second half, when TCU started to take care of the ball, that's when the TCU made its couple of runs. But you're right. So back to TJ. So one, it was the MO to get those guys fired up to start quickly, which was great. And then secondly, I watched out-of-timeout, out-of-bounds out of, timeout, out of, out of bounds plays and half-court possessions. Iowa say dang near went 100% on uh, possessions well, after timeouts. And
2: that's why I gave him so much credit, because they're—and then at the end, you know, there's two and a half left he sees on this big run, we're all starting to panic, and you only have one timeout left. And it's like, yeah. But if you go back and review it, he was calling timeouts. It's like, okay, 7-0 run, beep. yep. You know, 8-0 run, beep. And they stopped it every time. Every time
0: time. they staved it off. And they would get a basket. So if
2: he doesn't use them that way, they don't win the game.
0: They're losing that game. And and now you've set yourself up. I mean, I think that's maybe the best win for... A Big Twelve team this year, and then you know, talk about the Tim Floyd standings. You are now plus plus one, and a big week, big week at home. I mean, this is a monster opportunity this week for Iowa State, and you know, net ranking didn't budge, but that's okay. You just think what you're ten still. Well, you got your second quad, yeah, one, which is great. big. And then Ken Palm went, is, it's kind of moved around a little bit throughout the day, but now at twelve. Well, the, Iowa State. the
2: problem with the Ken Palm is Iowa State was only a
0: one point underdog. Yeah, I mean, so you don't get a ton of credit, even it, though it's a huge win. But the quad one win. That's the key. And on the road. Yes. I mean, that's one where that's a that's a seed well, line. Difference.
2: That's one, too. If you're nine and nine, they look at that Absolutely. one and put you in. Yep.
0: A hundred percent. And so this is uh, I love looking at this uh, odds to win the Big 12. OK, hold
2: on. Look that up. I want to thank a couple of our sponsors, yeah, shall we? Okay. Yeah. I signed my papers yes. last week with Colin Newell. I'm officially a, a Newell Jewel. <laughs> you ain't cool. You ain't cool unless you're a Newell unless Jewel. Unless you're insured by Colin Newell. Newell. Farm Bureau Financial so, Service. Uh, saving me a thousand I was talking to Matt Van Winkle the other night. What would you do with a thousand dollars?
0: Invest it. Besides give some of it to the We Will Collective. I can't do that. I know you can't. I'm just saying people in I'm general. Journalist. If everybody, wait a second. If everybody listening to this saved a thousand dollars from Colin Newell, and honest, gave that thousand dollars to the Weevil I'm collective. I'm probably going to put it towards the book. Do you know how expensive <laughs> it is to self publish a book?
2: Books are expensive. Jesus. The printing costs and like to, to do the audio and it's like, I can record it, but I need like professional to like cut the thing up and it is expensive. So that's where it'll go okay. to good, for me. Good.
0: Yeah. Well, just for others, it's, it's the options there.
2: If We Will is still around, we'll do something with the book. You guys can get <laughs> okay, like a quarter
0: of a percent or oh, something for every second. <laughs> hey, we're trying to get the post-player fund. I want a left tackle Jeez. fund, too, by the way. The post-player fund is a real oh, thing, too. It's a bad... It's well.
2: It's wild, too, because it's such a guard-driven game, but it's the big guys that cost so much. But there's just not as many not of either. them. It's yeah. supply and demand. Yeah, There's a real economics thing going on in NIL. Oh, yeah. Like, the, so, the left I'm, tackle thing, like... There's just not many good ones. Mm. What, in all of college football, what are there, 25 really good left tackles? Probably. 20? Yeah, I don't know. Not that not many. Me. Nope. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> it's, you I, could do an amazing
0: hate, like economics paper on this. Iowa State had one on campus recently.
2: They did. That's why you should just get the We Will Club, right? And then you can you and get, get a all the premium subscription to and, and Cyclone it'll, Fanatic. And then it'll make you feel in the know. Also, want to thank our friends at the. These people are in the know at the Ivy College of yes, Business. They are at Iowa State. They are the uh, proud sponsor of our Title Nine podcast. The ladies do a great job. Ivy College Business at Iowa State. Bloom's former employer.
0: So cool story with them. I'm working with them now, um, starting this week, with one of their. I think it's a marketing class. It's a it's a graduate level marketing class. We got we hired them as our consultants for some marketing research for the collective. So they're going to basically do it free of charge, honestly, but then they get a real case study of an actual business and they're going to do some market analysis for us. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. That's pretty neat. That's real world experience. You get at the Ivy college. They,
2: they, they're, they're they're killing it and they're, their ratings and all their reviews going and all up. that stuff keep going up. That's a, I just tell them, I tell journalism kids to solve the time too. I'm like, Hey, keep, keep your journalism degree, double major get, in business. Yes, absolutely. Or you can even, cause this probably. I'm not trying to be rude. This probably isn't going to work out for you long term. It doesn't the, for most journalism. journalism, chase your dream, but get your backup, your call. And 100%. every journalist now you ba- have to have a business
0: background. So interestingly, you're running your own thing. Um, I was actually had a conversation with Rocco this week. Oh. Rocco backed, name drop. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I was texting nah, with Brock Just Purdy. Look at me over here, Tyrese Halliburton uh. called me. Um, no, he's a. I think he's a communications major, but then he's an entrepreneurship minor, which is super smart because these guys they are entrepreneurs in their yeah, whole. They absolutely. I mean, are. so he's he's getting the best of both worlds, or in, in at some point you can even major in entrepreneurship too as well. I didn't know that was a major. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's God, growing. I wish I
2: would have had that. Oh, no, it I was been perfect. Is and that they, through the
0: college business? Yes. Yes. Wow. It's, it's an Ivy major. Can I, can I get a MBA in entrepreneurship? I think they do have a graduate level course in some capacity for entrepreneurship. Yeah.
2: All right, uh appreciate it we couldn't do what we do without our sponsors Dean Spaulding is the TJ Otzeberger of business Deans daddy is Iowa State is 10th in the net again we mentioned they are now two and three quad one two and one and quad two Bloom there the, Bloom mentioned the the kin is at 12. So, that has gone up. They were 14, so they, they moved up a little bit. Defense, three. Offense, 53. That's a key number. We want to be top 50 in both. All the final four teams uh, all are, five, are top That's 50 right. in both. That offensive number keeps creeping down there. That's a very good thing. Bloom, what are the current odds okay. to win the Big 12? Do you want to guess? Yeah, let me pull up. I, I just need to see all my Big 12 teams here. I will, yep. I'm going to give... Um, Houston's back number one Houston is number one overwhelmingly they are plus 160 okay and this is this to win the big 12 tournament no regular season champion regular season champion yes sir so Kansas is two Kansas is two at five to one Um, I'm still not a believer in Texas Tech is Iowa State three
0: Iowa Kansas State is tied for third with Kansas State no, Texas Tech. Yeah, really, seven to one. Iowa State is now the third best odds to, which I would win take Iowa 12. State over Texas I Tech. Would, I would as well. So Iowa State is now thought
2: higher. So they don't they they don't really believe in Kansas State still. Do not. They are seventh. For what it's worth, Kansas State, Iowa State's next opponent is four and one in the league. They they were they almost lost Oklahoma State. I was yeah that was whew. So, they're 4-1 and one in the league, but projected to finish 9-9. Nine and
0: nine. Yeesh. So, the computers hate this team. Yeah, they got... Well, looking at their schedule coming up, holy smokes. Good luck, K-State. So, they've had a pretty... Favorable. Favorable start. Extremely. So, they played UCF,
2: West Virginia, home and away. And then, they played at Texas Tech, lost by a point. So, that's... There's no hating on that. They beat Baylor
0: at home... In overtime, and then they squeak past Oklahoma State. They've had the they've had the three weakest teams already, and they beat them all. So good for them. Now they now they hit the ringer though. They get to the ringer. What about Kansas? It's dropped all the way to eighteen. They're projected. They had a horrible loss yesterday. They're
2: projected ten and eight. Yeah, I mean. What, you, wait a minute. Can't. Let's just call this our Wiffles Hybrids Big Twelve segment because that's what we're that's doing. That's what we're doing. We're, yeah. Wiffles Hybrid. Plant you're your
0: independence. Best. Plant Wiffles, baby. So, Kansas is just. I. I don't know. I don't know what to think. You cannot go on the road and lose to both UCF and West Virginia and think you're going to win the conference. That is wild. Now, then they. I mean the game. I. They are projected to lose in Ames on Saturday. This is a big week for Iowa State. This is one of those weeks. It's like if you want to win the conference. You probably need to sweep the week. Not going to kill you if you don't. But huge opportunity. If Iowa State beats K-State, beats Kansas, each in Hilton, you're 5-2 and two and you are you are in really, really good position. Uh, Notable and, that
2: Kansas State at home will be a quad two win. As of now, it could okay could change. Because what is K-State, 50? 56. Ooh, okay. As I say, the computers hate this team. Damn. Uh, Kansas obviously would be a quad one. But, like, notably, Kansas is ranked behind
0: Iowa State, Baylor, Houston, and BYU. Huh. All. And and the odds still like Kansas, which I understand. So Well, you're they're, betting they're, on Bog Allen and Bill Self. Bill Self, Self exactly. Uh, Do not like... I guess, so here, here's the rest of the Big 12. So Houston, Kansas, Iowa State, Tech are your top four. And then BYU is five. Baylor, Oklahoma, K State, TCU. TCU at thirty to one. Yikes. It's a bad that's why that, that loss at home for them was brutal. This
2: uh this Big Twelve though is it amazing how just joining the league has pushed U C F up. Now they they were garbage against Houston yesterday, yeah, but they can't score. Yeah, you know, they go on the road this week and win at Texas. Texas. Yeah, that's and then true. you know West Virginia. We th- were all like, "Oh, they're they're garbage," and then they beat they come out of nowhere and beat Kansas. Well, they
0: uh, they are getting better. So they had those guys. They both, are. They both had to sit out because of that transfer situation. Now they're back, and Battle was awesome yesterday. Raquan Battle had like twenty four. They made 12 twelve threes. CW. They're the worst shooting team in the conference. But you run into 123s, you you know that's, that, that, that helps. So really though, because of all that like
2: Oklahoma State is really Oklahoma State and West Virginia are still, they're the only two teams in this 14 team league that are outside the top 100. In fact, you take them out of it and the lowest rated big 12 team is 72. Wow, which is UCF. You well, take them out of it, everybody else is
0: 56 or higher, and that's Kansas State and what bill self said after the game he's like honestly i wasn't surprised this league's a monster and he's he's right and you're just going to you're going to lose some of these games what, the Otz's quote was the big 12 is mental warfare now i mean a little bit dramatic but is he you, that's what it takes like well, you you have to go through literally everything emotionally because you don't get a break there I, is a zero
2: breaks i think there's reality too. when you when you look at iowa state's roster so I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw these guys all into a hat, okay? Gilbert, King, Ward, momchilovich Jones. That's Curtis Jones, Pawletsky, Uh I, I won't in in blue. None of them have experienced crowds like this at this level. Oh, good point. So I do think I know Oklahoma kind of. That was a good crowd. That was the best Oklahoma crowd really we've good. seen in 20 yep. years. Oklahoma was in their head, I think. I think they were frazzled at the start. I think um, that they competed really well at BYU and absolutely half. fell apart. Yeah. You know, like I, I the second half <laughs> was, was a meltdown. De- it was a debacle. Yeah. <laughs> And it, they grew. That Absolutely. was a good crowd. They grew. And I, that's why I've been saying, I think Gilbert's going to be much better, better. in yes. March. Same with Jones. You look at the, like, Jones has at least played a lot of basketball. Gilbert is a really
0: raw talent. Yeah, because he got, did he get hurt last yes. year? Yes, he, he didn't, didn't play He has much. not played much basketball. He is just, he's got, if he would just slow down, if he get that, he made a couple in the first half, which was awesome to see. The shot still doesn't look confident for him yet. But he, if he can be a threat, it opens up the drive game. He sh- he's got all sorts of potential. But I yeah, I think, I mean, that's just goes to show Iowa State's got the third best chance to win the league. And you already have that win over Houston, which which, which would be a potential tiebreaker. So I'm ex- I, I still think this team continues to get better. It's a great win. This week's going to be hard, but you're going to be favored in both games. You're probably going to be an 8 to 10 point favorite over K-State, which seems like a lot. But it looks like at uh, ten, yeah. I, I don't. I, that's a Hilton game, and it's an it's an eight o'clocker. I think Hilton's the students are back. That's gonna be a fun one. It'll be nuts. And then of course, Kansas is Kansas on Saturday. Um, Iowa State. I'm gonna. No, I'm not gonna say it yet. I might say it on Wednesday. We'll see how it goes. Iowa State may. The last couple times Kansas has played in at Hilton. It's gotten... Well, especially last year. I think this game could be a lot like last year's game. I think Iowa State's just better than them. Let me ask really you this. A little
2: programming note. Game on... Uh, the Kansas State game is on Wednesday. Should we do the Wednesday pod, or should we make it a
0: Tuesday pod? Or should Where, we make it a Thursday do do pod? do Thursday in review? I don't know. What do, I don't know.
2: Hey, guys, tweet at what us do we, what do you and think? let us know. Do you, do
0: you like the, you do do you like want
2: the an, review? Do yeah. you like the preview? Do you want another preview? Is what I'm asking, or I kind of feel like it may be good on Thursday this week.
0: I think so. Because then you
2: can focus on... Uh, then we can look ahead to the Kansas game. You have more clarity. That's where we're leaning. We're leaning but we, we, we are like Otzelberger with his roster. We will adapt to you. If you guys give us some input, we have a very passionate audience. Let us know when you want the midweek pod to be this week. We can still do Wednesday. I'm fine with it and then going up to Ames after that. But I just feel like it may be, that'll just date the podcast really quickly. And it it feels like
0: Thursday Thursday, may. Thursday is the right move. And and you you could have, uh, well, let's see. Could have some, there's always football news coming. It's never quiet.
2: No, yeah, we're we're all. Let's look at the women's schedule real quick. They are Wednesday as well. So yeah, Brent. I mean, Brent, we're doing Thursday. I Tell you that, yeah, I feel like I feel like I, it makes sense to do Thursday. The women are at Kansas on Wednesday night, six thirty. So you can watch most of the women's game, even if you're at Hilton on your phone, you can you'll be able to tune. He'll probably they'll probably actually put it on the board. Yeah. And then the women are at West Virginia on Saturday. Sneaky games,
0: both of them. And how do they bounce back from their first loss? Yeah, I know they wanted to play yesterday. They 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 wanted to get back on the on the on the good vibes. I'll let you
2: tell us about that after we hear from our friends at Terraplex Ag. Oh, I can't wait. For, we could go see our friends over there. We
0: are doing yeah on
2: the thirty first of January. Bloom and I are going to be at their farm show down at the
0: Iowa Event Center. Uh, we will be doing a live podcast from there. It's going to be great. So, well, I think we're going to we'll announce this at some point. There's also going to be a couple cyclones there the day before. Oh, we're really? For a, a little nil appearance for a couple of the guys with Teraplex. Oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah. Reached out. Might have. Uh, Are they going to be flying drones at the I'm Iowa not sure. Center? Might have. Might have QB one down there. Oh, QB one, eh? If you're at the farm show, wow, ah. Mr. Rocco. Talk about entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Jalen's going to join
2: him, too. Jalen's the man. Jalen is the man. I love me some... I don't know Rocco very well. I, I'm a really nice kid. I like his dad a lot. Yeah. Gotten to know his dad a little bit, but I, I really like Jalen. Every time I see Jalen, we just talk about fishing. That's all we ever talk about. <laughs> Jalen, he's just a, just a lovely individual. Yeah, so we'll Jaylen. be out there. We're doing a customer appreciation yeah. event with TeraPlex as well. So if you're a TeraPlex customer, we will out there to say, say hello hello to you also want to thank our friends from Kelderman manufacturing Jeff Kelderman I'm sure was he is a nut Iowa State fan like in the best way but I'm sure he was jacked up on you know what else Kelderman's into is sports car racing like uh dirt track no like like he he has sports cars that he takes around to like road courses all over the world in races like so real fast yeah, but it's like road course racing, right? Like, so you can't go like hundred and eighty. Well, I'm sure these cars physically can, can do it, but yeah. it there's so many curves turn. that yeah. But Kelderman, anyways, this type of guy you're yeah, going you, you to hang out with. with this guy. Go to Kelderman.com and I am, I keep talking about it. I'm going to take my truck down there. He's going to put a sweet Cyclone fanatic grill on it. They're going to use the laser cutter and put the CF tornado <laughs> logo in it. They do all sorts of badass stuff with that laser cutting. Check them out at Kelderman.com. Yeah, uh, so you had a game watch yesterday, we will did up in Ames yeah. with the Iowa State women's program. And really an odd scenario where they, they couldn't play. I talked to a few people and they were they were bummed out. They wanted to get the taste of that road loss yep. to, at Texas Tech out of their mouth. Um, but nonetheless they're six and one, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, did, don't forget it. They, they are six are, and one. They are six and one with perhaps the youngest team in all of women's college basketball.
0: And yeah, I think they they wanted to play because you want to earn it, not just get awarded a win. And and I'm still trying to figure out it counts as a conference win, but not it doesn't help your net ranking. Which at is all. stupid. Which how, is do like, how do you get penalized? No, that's yeah. Why are you penalized for their problem? It's like that you didn't plan well with your roster. Sorry, I know they had some injuries, not entirely TCU's fault, but. Yeah, that's, it's just kind of a weird situation. I don't think that'll end up being a difference of making the tournament or not or seed line or anything like that. But, yeah, again, Iowa State's in a good spot. Just real quick on, on that team. We, we So much fun. I mean, literally, it's halftime, and uh, the place where we're at, start playing Juicy Wiggle, and you had Audie Crooks leading the fans in the Juicy Wiggle dance in, in front of everybody. Like, she's just I – can't, I can't say enough good things about her. They're just awesome people. Emily, they, they all stay. They signed every single autograph, took every single picture. And, um, it was just a really fun That's way. Cool. It was so, a really fun yeah. way to engage the fans and it was totally free for everybody. What do they the
2: say? You made lemonade out of lemons.
0: Yeah. The game got canceled. Yeah, exactly. And- we tried to do something and they, they, they felt the love. It was actually neat. One of the, one of the players' parents was there too. Cool. Um, yeah. And it's like I didn't realize this fan base was like this. You know, as this is this it's is the this best is fan us. Base in the world. It's, it's ten below, and you've got four hundred people at this game watch just to see um, people like your daughter. So that it was really cool. It's awesome. Yeah.
2: And I saw pictures of a lot of kids there. Yeah, so many kids are fans for life yes. now, and that's.
0: that's it was really a about. neat a neat thing, and yeah, the 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 squad each got a little bit of money. wasn't a lot, but they were they were there because they wanted to be there, yeah. and you know. It was it was just a really fun it was a really fun afternoon.
2: We were presented as always by our friends at Cody Road Bourbon Baby. We are recording this there was start, some Cody Road at the bar we were at. Nice. Well, we started this at eleven thirty on a Sunday. So I just no Cody Road for me no, right yeah. now. I will likely do it watching the Bills Chiefs tonight. Just have a little have a little sip or two. We're in the Wild Rose Casino studios. So Brock Purdy last night. That was stressful. I have a like a weird, weird problem, and I thought maybe you could walk me through it. I I bleed purple. Okay, I am a true blue Minnesota Vikings fan. Went up to watch Brock play in Minnesota earlier this year on Monday Night Football. I thought I would be quite conflicted. I was not. I was rooting for the Vikings. Hmm. I mean, I want Brock to do well, but yep. I, I wanted the Vikings to win. Yep. Just being honest with everybody. Watching that game last night, knowing what was on the line, watching these assholes on Twitter, just eviscerating him for every tiny mistake he makes. I felt like a parent watching my kid. Yes, It was a different level of angst. And I can't, I hope I'm putting it into words for our audience. I hate the Packers too, so I'm sure that, But it really did. It was less about that. They could have been playing the Lions. They could have been playing. It didn't matter. They could have been playing Tampa. Whatever. It was like my heart was just hanging on every play because I didn't want Brock to go through the off season. He was going to have to if they lost the game in that fashion. Correct. And it wasn't all his fault. I I think there's a reality where he is a smaller quarterback. What footballs. Yeah, he are, talked about in the post game. Oh, did he? Okay. So yeah, the balls were real I, wet. I didn't see that. I think that's a reality. I don't think it's an excuse. They had like five drops. So clearly he struggled in the Drake game if you remember. Yes. Clearly Brock does not like, like throwing like him wet, wet footballs. footballs, okay? And that is a real thing. The 49ers couldn't catch a pass. You know, oh. Brock was he was off for a while. Uh the defense sucked for the 49ers. Uh, they had a bad special teams night. But here it was in crunch time, our guy leading him down the field and leading the San Francisco 49ers to the NFC Championship game for the second
0: year in a row. It's crazy. I mean, it, yeah, I had the same. I was as nervous watching that game oh. as as even an Iowa State game. Oh, yeah. Because, it,
2: and it was a different level for me. It was like in the pit of yeah, my stomach. I can't like, describe
0: cause it. Because well, we all felt this is going to be nine months of nonsense if he loses this game. Yes. Where you're, you're dealing with it from all sides – and it's not fair because we talked about it. if he's a first or a second round pick, he doesn't get any of this. It's attacking our, our fellow media members a little bit and just people in general because people were wrong about him in the pre draft setup. They're waiting for him to fail so they can say, "No, we were right." Like everyone wants to be right on everything. You, know, you can't have you can't have these cool stories because nobody, you know, it's it can't it's too good to be true. Well. He, he's clearly, like, the numbers speak for themselves. Did you see his third down numbers last night? They were incredible. Yeah, he. I mean, that drive was big time. Like, he. I they, love, too,
2: that the narrative on Jordan Love was just how great he was playing. And they almost had identical stats. Love I threw love the, the picks the, at the end. The, yeah, through the interceptions. You know, and Brock, let's be real, could have had a couple of interceptions. He, he could, yep. Uh, but he, he got a little bit lucky, especially there in the first quarter where it hit the guy right in the numbers. It but just
0: makes you wonder what does he have to do? That's a great question, Britt. Like if he wins if, the Super Bowl, are, are they calling a, him Trent Dilfer? Yes, unfortunately. Now, even, he will get, and at the end of the day, his salary will speak for itself here in 18 months or whenever that is. He will get paid by somebody. And hopefully at that point, then he becomes thought of differently. If but Kyle I don't know. Shanahan's
2: still with the 49ers. He will get paid by the 49ers.
0: Yes. Oh, I, he. Sh- they should look. Let me go Look what he's done.
2: It's- well, and like if you, if you know really smart football people who watch it, like Sage is a guy I lean on a lot, and he's friends with Kyle Shanahan. So Sage, yep. has some pretty good yes. insight here. Played for him. The way Shanahan calls these games with Brock compared to what he was doing with Trey Lance and Garoppolo and those guys, it the most. This is how he wants to do it. This is how he was doing it with Kirk Cousins in yep. in Washington, where, and again, I'm not smart enough. I'm going off of a ten year NFL veteran sage and what he tells me. But the freedom that they give Brock, you know, with audibles, with checkdowns, with you know, call and play, you know, sure, it's, all of it. It's totally different than what they were doing. And and if you don't know all that, and if you don't have that insight, and you just watch the games. I mean, sure, you can go. Well, they've you've got all these weapons around, and you, know, you got Trent Williams. You got
0: but McCaffrey, but yeah, but
2: yeah. if you talk to McCaffrey and Debo, and the, Debo wasn't there last night, notably for most of the game, they'll tell you a lot of their success is because of Brock's pre-snap judgment. Yep, there at the Forty ers yep. and his accuracy wasn't that accurate last night, but nobody was. He has been over the year. He's a very accurate passer. He hits the guys in stride, and even in not a great night, God, he threaded the needle on a couple he of those did. down he the did. stretch. It was
0: classic Purdy. My favorite tweet last night um, from our guy, RG3, who's Ugh. an interesting, interesting character. RG3 drives me crazy. Well, this, I, I feel it like drives this me nuts. you like this one, though. Here's I RG. actually
2: think he's a pretty good guy. I think he is, His too. Twitter
0: persona drives me crazy. It's, well, so this fits that, too. Okay. Okay, here's what RG3 said after the game. I don't understand the Brock Purdy hate. His underdog story is inspiring, and the 49ers are blessed to have him. This is the best part. Stop it with the small dong energy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I love RG3. It's like 49ers are blessed, and you all have small dongs. <laughs>
2: RG3 should have been an Iowa State Cyclone. He should have
0: been. He almost was. It's a great story. Speaking of my book, there's going to be a chapter on that. Heart, can you, there, was, there was a world, an alternate universe, where Art Briles and RG3 are running the show in Ames, and it was closer than you they think. Were, they were a package deal. Yep. Closer than you think. <laughs> Small dong energy.
2: I, I remember RG3's coming out party, essentially. Iowa State it was in, in Waco. Waco, yeah. 2009? Yeah. 2008? Uh, eight. It was was it eight? It was eight because I wasn't back up here yet. Yeah, I remember watching. It it. was eight. I I'll never forget the night. It was one of the last one of the last times I ever watched a game with my grandma. Um, and I and I had to basically carry her up my steps. You lived in that apartment? Oh yeah, not an easy place for an elderly woman to get. Not at all. I literally
0: almost. I basically carried her up the steps. That's actually not a great place for anybody to walk up.
2: And we watched that game me and grandma, where our where RG three had like. Six touchdowns or whatever it was, and it was on that Fox College Sports. Do you remember? F- oh yeah, FCS. And Samantha F- Steele was F- the sideline reporter. What was isn't that her name? Steele, Steele, right? Yeah. It was. Yep. Prior to Pond, before she blocked me and Austin or not on Twitter.
0: Tough <laughs> break, man. Yeah, it was Vikings
2: playoffs uh, game. We were losing it on Christian Ponder, and
0: Sam blocked us. October of two thousand eight. Mm. C- Cedric Johnson got a touchdown from Arnott in that game. Grant Mahoney. Grant Mahoney, a 34-yard field goal and an extra point in that game. C- Grant Mahoney, member of the Psych One right.
2: Podcast Network. Drake. Cedric Johnson was kind of like the Bo Williams of wide receivers where everybody was just waiting Wait for, for, him for him to be the, 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 uh, the he was, guy. He was Greg Gaines before Greg Gaines. <laughs> he was Greg Gaines before. Where did Greg end up?
0: Uh, Has he gone anywhere yet? Rhode Island?
2: I know he went down a level. It's Rhode Island. Let me see. Hold on. It's a good story when you watch a lot of these transfers, and I'm not trying to throw shade at any of them. And I would even throw, like, Omaha Blues situation into it. These coaches are insane, okay? It's Rhode Island. Yeah. These coaches are all crazy. They will do anything to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if the guy on the bench who had four stars but maybe isn't playing much – and you're constantly asking about him, there's generally a – like, here's the deal. Coaches do screw up. They're not perfect. Oh, yeah. But more often than not, they have more information than you do about the player. And Gaines is one of those guys where it's just every week we get questions like, where's uh, Greg Gaines? And I don't know. They're they're not telling me. But if Greg Gaines was better than Wood Noll, he would have played – that's just how – this is big boy football
0: here. Yeah. You're not playing favorites. Speaking just, you
2: look at all these guys that transferred, and they're all
0: going down a level. Speaking of receivers, the guy I obviously got this week, you guys are going to love the him. The Army kid? Yeah. Ashton? Now, I, Alston. Alston. He's Alston. got – I don't know all the details with the, uh, the service commitment with the Army, if you can get out of that. I mean, I think you might have to take a grad program that Army doesn't offer. Anyway – they're going to work through that. Can he he do you do ROTC be, stuff? I'm not, I, don't, I don't I don't. He know. will be in Ames. Okay. And I think this guy... He's kind of a freak from he's the... He's a complete freak. Heels he, he that I've seen. He. I mean, you guys are... You're going to love him. He's going to be an impact guy. I mean, I, Iowa State's weapons got a lot better this week. And it, it didn't get a lot of attention. Uh, a bigger transfer in the state it, of Iowa is going to get more attention. Honestly, Alston may have a bigger impact than... An offensive lineman can, in, in some regards. Um, but Iowa State's trying to get a tackle as well, by the way. So we'll, we'll figure that out. You should really be a premium subscriber. <laughs> yeah. Get all the details. Get all the details. But I think um, Alston, he's the perfect... He knows how to block. You 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 pair him with Higgins and Knoll and Bramer and those... T- man, I think the side State offense is going to be fun. I really do. And Alston's going to help. Even though you look at his stats you go, well, what? But... It's because they don't throw it, Army. They don't throw the ball. This, guy, well, this yeah, guy, like, he
2: has NFL ability. I was curious about how it works when you're enrolled in West Point and how you can just say, ah, I'm going to go. Well,
0: that's where there's some more paperwork than a normal transfer.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying he's doing anything wrong. I just, it, it, I didn't know that they don't take transfers. No, I don't think you can The take military it. Right. academies don't it, it's just
0: different. Yeah. It is different. Interesting. But you're going to Dude, I watched this tape and it was like, holy this crap. This guy, I mean, he just did made Making one-handed yeah. catches. And he's he's a big dude. He looked like he had giant hands. 6'4, 200 pounds. Like this guy's <sighs> So is he an
2: upgrade of like Stanley? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean not saying get Demetrius is no, a nice I'm, player. I'm just thinking like a guy in that role Absolutely. Yeah, you can he he could play So you're gonna
2: have Higgins, you're gonna have J one in the slot, and then this guy on this the outside? Guy.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep. And then Daniel Jackson's back. <laughs> this is like his eighth this year. Is Daniel Jackson season. Wow. Yeah. He's got another year after this too. Shut up.
2: No way. I think he does. I feel like am I mixing Daniel Jackson up with somebody else who's Probably. Is there
0: another Jackson that's been at Iowa State? Well, there was the who was the other Receiver that was, felt like he was around Wilson. Yes, Darren Wilson. Darren Wilson. I'm mixing those yeah. two guys up. That's yeah, so they, because they look they yeah. similar,
2: they look like each other on they, the football. Similar
0: field. body types. Yeah, but no. You want
2: to you want to start to feel old too. The, listen to people talk about AJ Klein in the NFL. Oh my God, he's just veteran. So, he's an old so man. Old. It's like what? I remember when he was
0: a freshman. Let's see. So Daniel's first year at Iowa State was 2000, 2020. So he did. So he's Redshire. got the COVID year. He's got the COVID year. Any redshirts going to. When are three, we done with yeah. these COVID years? Oh, I don't know. Completely. I just saw like the Miami guy got like his ninth year. <laughs> there is a world. I'm not making this up, everybody. There is a world that is possible that there may not be any eligibility rules at all. How? Lawsuits.
2: These lawyers are ruining college athletics. <laughs> Do you because? We need who's to, to say, who's, who gets to establish the... We need to make these guys and gals employees, okay? This is this is very simple. Their employees, pay them whatever, and we need, but the, these these players of any sport, whatever, they need to have a union where somebody's giving them a seat at the table, and I know union's like a bad word in some... Yeah. They have to be represented. Like, yes. they,
0: they have to have a fair... Somebody needs to be in
2: charge. Correct. Yeah and we need a commissioner of some sort but the problem is and they, these these suits they will never work together because all they're trying to do is slit their throats of their competition correct do you th- there, there's never a world where greg be. sankey and that guy from the big 10 <laughs> well, are going to
0: sit together and shake hands like it's not going to happen but that's until until there's contracts then i don't know like i I could see a, a player saying, "Well, why is why is that rule exist? Why can't I keep playing? You're hurting my ability to make a living because now I can make NIL dollars, and now you've got this arbitrary rule that says I'm I've already played well, too much. especially if they're club teams, right? If they're club teams,
2: it's like who I mean, is, we is? had a, we had a good friend of ours was a non traditional student." Yep. When we were in college. Yep. And he was a lot older than us, but he was still our friend, and he could go to journalism school at the age 35 Absolutely. if he wanted to. There's nobody there. stopping him. Except that's the argument. So if you really are semi-pro, then why can't you, if, let's just say, I'm just throwing this out there, this is a bad example, but Jalen Milro at Alabama, mm-hmm. he plays for the Alabama club team, or Rocco Beck, well, localizes. Local. okay? Mm-hmm. Rocco Beck plays for the Iowa state club team. And he is been told you will not get drafted in the NFL draft. Yep. And he's like, well, I can make a hundred grand playing football annually for the Iowa state club team, or I could go on and use my entrepreneur degree that I just got from the college of Ivy college of business. So you're saying if it's not directly connected to the university, and they're not technically student athletes anymore. They're just there for the football. Why? Yeah. Well, why is there an
0: eligibility? Or, limit? or even without even the club situation. No, oh, I'm getting my my PhD. I'm still a student. Jeez. Why don't? Why do I only get five years? Who made that rule? The NCAA. Well, the NCAA also made the transfer rule. That's been thrown out. Why can't you throw out the eligibility rules? The transfer thing is a killer. They got to
2: figure that out. And I. But I also saw a stat this week. It's like half the transfers that are in the portal this year are from coaching changes. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they have all the right to do that. Interestingly, too, and this this I mean, will DeBoer just straight. You know what about Jeb Fish? Should those guys not be able to all transfer? Right. Like I they s- absolutely should. should.
0: It'll be interesting. To, so the 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 second part of this uh, of the top thirty projected first round picks in the NFL, I think twenty. Six of them have stayed in the same place, which I wonder if there's this market that will establish. As if you keep jumping, your reputation changes a little bit, or maybe I don't Both. know. But you're, I mean, but then again, the number one draft pick is going to be Caleb Williams, and he transferred. But so. this this is actually why I'm so bullish on Iowa State football
2: because they're... continuity. Matters. I just think in this league, totally agree. This league, there's going to be more Arizona situations than there are uh, Ohio State situations. Where it's like, oh, bam, you know, there's going to be more of these programs. Yeah, you're that not going look, to be getting guys and in. And this is why I keep saying, as long as Matt's there, Matt's the best coach Iowa State's ever had. Okay? He's not the greatest football coach to ever live. That's not the point I'm making. I'm making the point is he has nine years of continuity built up with his staff, with this administration, and that is valuable in today's day and age. That's the argument I'm making. And I do think he's a very good football coach, but I'm making more from a like culture CEO standpoint. If you
0: third highest tenure in the big 12 now, which is crazy because it's, it's been nine years. That's wild. Everyone still thinks he's good. Mm -hmm. uh, Actions speak louder than words. No, you're right. I, especially in the big 12, because you're a lot of these folks won't be able to just go out and just revamp their roster overnight, the the penalty you'll pay for firing your coach is outsized compared to some of the other ones. Because your school can't reload as quickly. And look at so the top
2: three tenured guys in the Big Twelve next year, Kyle Winningham, Mike Gundy, Matt Campbell will be three of the top four. And then you'll have Kansas State. kleiman has been there what five years five now, six years, yeah. Yeah, so he's got a tenure too. I'm saying the turnover deal is not worth it anymore. No, you it's, better have a damn good reason to fire that guy.
0: Yep, especially in January. And if you're going to fire him, you better fire him early. Early, <laughs> yeah. Make up your mind. Yeah, you like, yeah. It, it's 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 the whole thing is is goes together. But no, it's yeah. I, I think you're going to see. Keep an eye on it. The next couple of months will get really interesting. I think we will get some clarity in the courts here, and I don't think it's going to go well for the NCAA. I don't either. I, I mean, what did they do this week? The Attorney General. Yeah, the Department of Justice. Yeah. Hopped into this. It's like, oh my god! Now we got. It's not. It's not going to end well for the NCAA. Well,
2: this is just the maddening part. For all these guys and gals who were making these decisions 30, 40 years ago. It's, it's just if you would have given a little bit, it would have kept all these politicians who don't understand it. If you watched, Oh,
0: it's terrible. Do
2: you watch it? They don't know they what don't, they're talking about. No idea. And then the one guy last week let off his deal, but go dogs. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and now it's completely down party lines. So the Democrats are all about every all player power, but they don't understand what they're doing is hurting the players in some capacity too, but whatever. Yeah. Yep. And then the GOP is all about restricting them for the most part, you know, and you know, they want to preserve amateurism tradition. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it makes complete sense. Like the liberal stands for change. Conservative yep. stands for what's we'll keep it the same world. a little bit. Yep. And, and, but my, my point is, I don't care where you stand on the aisle. My point is now we're putting the future of college athletics in the hands of these Those people. Guys. Yeah, that's Those who we're going to let decide golf? it now. It was stupid. This was short-sighted. Yeah,
0: yeah. But people keep watching.
2: But, yeah, and I don't think it's going away. I'm not making that argument, mm. but I do think that you know, I a lot of people, my old buddy Ross Peterson will say they're fear mongering, but I I genuinely worry about volleyball teams and wrestling programs and oh, swimming sure. and diving like i yep. something
0: has to get yep yep and that's where i have i have total empathy for these administrators cuz they're they're yeah. not they're not wrong that are you is your football coach going to take a pay cut or are you going to eliminate a sport
2: you're going to el- eliminate field hockey sorry field yeah, hockey yeah cuz it's like good luck telling all right, Jim Harbaugh, you've been making ten million. Yeah. We, wow. We're we're cutting that to four because we'll we have to now. fund the field right. hockey what? team. Yeah, that was- and and then he goes, well, wait a minute. Are they filling up Michigan Stadium oh, right. to watch field hockey? Exactly. The the number came out last week that Nick Saban's been worth like billions. tens of billions of dollars to it. Alabama and tuition and all that stuff over. The, and you're going to ask that guy to take a pay cut? Yep. Now I would make the argument. Well, Bryce Young should have been getting part of that cut. You know, Tim Tebow should have been getting paid at yeah, Florida. absolutely. Why is it just the head coach that gets to. Right. You know? Right. Like, in, in these NFL coaches, you know, the ones that are making $6 million, it's like, do you know how much money the NFL is printing? Yeah. But they have to pay the, the players. players. Yeah.
0: No, it it's it's going to get to it. Dak Prescott's ahead. making like $40 million. Right. Right. And so hopefully Brock will, too. Ah
2: oh, man. That'll be that'll be one of the more fascinating I free totally agency. Agree. I totally agree. That'll really They'll, test the it'll, whole it'll, system it'll, quarterback. It'll thing. tell us a lot of what everyone else thinks of him. I would make the argument though, and this is why I want my Vikings to do. It's just if you can, I don't know. If but, you can not pay your quarterback fifty million, you're you're in a way better spot. So, and would Brock be having the success with the Browns? Probably not. <laughs> It's it's gonna be right, right place and right time, and he was the perfect guy to slide in there. But because the Niners have kind of broken the code, same. And now look at the Eagles. They're like the Niners aren't going to be able to sign a guy like Ayuk in the off season, mm-hmm.
0: you know? Well, and the Eagles are a good example of they finally <laughs> had to pay Hertz, and yeah. their roster went to shambles. Yep, and they're awful. Uh, yeah, that's why as a Vikings fan, it's like if if you can truly get Cousins
2: to say I'll make fifteen million, now he probably won't. That's aggressive, but even twenty. Twenty five, and you're getting fifteen back on your cap, and you
0: can go out and get some linemen. Well, that's if I'm if I'm the Niners, do I try and lock in Brock? I would now and give him a longer term. Say I'll commitment? give you, we'll give you twenty five million a year for seven years, and because that'll because seven years from now the top quarterbacks will be making seventy million dollars. I know, but okay,
2: Brock, we're going to give you a thirty million dollar offer which is still going to save them money probably yeah they i mean go to it, the market
0: it's, it, it's cuz the cap's going to keep going up it all depends I, on your your play call
2: or too cuz like if you slid Brock into Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings he'd do well sure if you slid Brock into Bill Belichick, it would be a disaster wouldn't have wouldn't have worked nope if you would have put Mac Jones in with the 49ers it probably would have worked now i'm not saying it would be to this degree because they almost picked him but Brock's ability to run Helps a lot too. Like that's the underrated thing with yeah. him is how he can scream. They ran an option with him last yeah. night,
0: and he's smart. Correct. I, I, yeah. It's the the Purdy thing will be really interesting to watch because the noise is not. It's not going to quiet down. No. It's just going to get louder. And then, but
2: that's why I was so nervous last night for him to lose. Yes,
0: I could have seen a world if he would have lost. And again, I know that the Niners believe in him. But the noise may, may have gotten so great that they felt like they had to do something in the offseason. You know, just to, but thankfully. I don't know. I, I, I think that up.
2: Shanahan's a pretty big believer. Yeah, I
0: them. do. T- I know. I So the, the three, this is crazy. It shows you the, the, how wild NFL football can be. The three players to get to a conference championship as a starting quarterback in their first two years in the league are Brock Purdy. Ben Roethlisberger, hmm. Mark Sanchez. Wow, NFL history. If Roethlisberger is in the Hall of and, Fame, and those two, two guys in Hall Hall were fame. in really defensive systems. Yeah. You know, with guys around, and then Mark Sanchez is out of the league. Those guys had elite defenses,
2: and were not very good offensive. You know, Roethlisberger turned into a much better one, he but did. at that time he was, he was a just game a, manager.
0: But that's but, and he'll be yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Mark Sanchez is just a guy. Got cut, got like cut. he turned right. out to be nothing. Nothing. So that's
2: he was that's just where a guy who could manage a game with a great defense.
0: That's where it goes like the you like the quarterback position is crazy. Like is is Brock Purdy more of a Roethlisberger long term, or is he a Mark Sanchez? I think uh, the first car is always
2: the example I use. Like he was supposed to be, and he gets to an expansion team. It's like who's going to win there? Like start, yeah, you know, I'm just got like, destroyed. Anyway, it's.
0: It'll be he the, the he'll be a he'll be a talker. But they're going to be favored in the NFC Championship game next week. Big love, favorite. Love to see it. they will be a touchdown plus
2: probably a favorite. Touchdown, yeah. And I would probably bet them as long as Debo is going to be there. They needed. A, yeah, that hurt them too. By the way, not having that. Guy. Well, that hurt, and then the rain. The you rain
0: know, and both is, teams are playing in the rain. But my guy George Kittle dropped it. God, there were so many drops. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. I. Rock has made January so well, much more interesting. Cameron told me last night the 49ers are her favorite yeah, team. We, same
2: with my five-year-old. Jeez. He's all in. It pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Cammie wants to go and go to a 49ers um, preseason camp. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, well, you can get us. Well, that's yeah. I'm like, are you? She goes, we could meet him, right? uh uh-huh, Well. Probably not anymore. Yeah, I think he's a little past that. Yeah. He's the most popular guy in the NFL right now. We're
0: getting reminding people, we do have a Brock Purdy autographed helmet. There you go. There, oh, uh, yeah. Let's promote that real we quick. We will collect it. February 7th. 7th. Get your tickets. And wow. that is not even the coolest item we're going to have. Just leave it at that. Bring
2: those on Thursday's show. Let's really hit that hard. All right. He's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. We're presented by Mechdyne Have a great rest of your Sunday. Enjoy your work week. Cheers.